Welcome to another episode of What the Art, which is our show where we discuss all things art and culture. My name is Rachel Parsons. I'm the director of New England Regional Art Museum. And today I'm joined by two members of the Sydney Collage Society, Kubi Vasek and Les Penyaviza. That wasn't right either, but that's okay. <laughs> that's so Penyaviza. fine, Rachel. <laughs> that's <All> right. <laughs> okay, so let's start at the very beginning. Um, and for any of our listeners who aren't sure, uh, how do you define collage? Oh, I think about this a lot, actually. And I kind of see it as painting with paper. I don't really see it as um, too separate from painting or any other medium. I think collage is really just sort of pictorial problem solving in a way, in a huge way, I think. And I, I really do see it as um, painting with paper in, the, in that I studied painting and I, I honestly feel no difference when I'm working in collage, except for, you know, instead of tubes of paint, I've got, you know, my books. So that's how I would define collage, actually. What about you, Kubi? Much, much the same, but I also think that collage itself is um, a means to kind of make sense of, I guess, the images in front of you, but also to relay, I guess, um, a visual, I guess, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> we could start again, but uh, it's about um, creating, I guess, like uh, a new image or a new kind of idea from the fragments which you're putting together. So in much a way, it's like reappropriating these images into something new and giving them kind of a new, new life or a new perspective. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot of organizing as well. Like I think as much as a lot of chaos you can see in collage, I feel like there's a lot of um, organizing and beauty and that kind of resonates with me in collage. I love the fact, I oh no, sorry, you go. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's sort of making order out of chaos. And mm. I think, yeah, it's really underpinned by this sort of intense calculation and strategizing and, um, yeah, problem solving, as I said before. So I like that, Kubi, definitely. It is sort of like creating order out of um, destruction and, you know, constructing something out of destruction as well, which I think is really powerful and really beautiful mm. and unique to collage. I, I think I respond to that as well. I mean, I went to art school a long, long time ago and collage was actually one of the mediums that, um, or the, the techniques that um, I most responded to. But I think also that that's where curating for me um, started also, that idea of taking things that exist in the world and organizing them in a way that tells a story. But instead now I just use other people's artworks to do that. Absolutely. No, I totally get that. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, you can apply collage as, you know, a principle or a process to many things in life. And yeah, curation, I think, actually fits really nicely with, um, yeah, the sort of principles of collage. Yeah. So in terms of art history, when did collage emerge or what known art movements has it played a significant part of? Well, um, so, I mean, obviously people have been collaging since, you know, paper has been around, but it first emerged as a legitimate sort of art form um, with cubism. So Pablo Picasso and George Braque, um, they wanted to sort of abandon that notion of pictorial space and sort of flatten um, the sort of canvas and sort of remove that sense of depth. And they started experimenting with uh, materials that wouldn't be taken seriously um, as fine art materials, you know, discarded bits of, you know, Hessian and fabrics and tickets and, you know, basically just trash. Um, and they started to, yeah, explore that a little bit. And that really sort of, um, I think, 
was quite um, a defining feature of Cubism, which, you know, then went on to influence, um, you know, further art history. So I guess that's when it catapulted itself into like the fine art realm. Um, so it hasn't really been around for all too long as a art form, <laughs> a legitimate art form. Um, yeah, just over a hundred years. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, for me, I'm a big fan of some of the early collage artists like Hannah Hock and then moving more into assemblage, um, a huge fan of Joseph Cornell. Um, Kubi, do you have any specific artists that have um, more historical artists, I guess, that have particularly inspired you? Um, I guess with my own art practice, I look um, not too far into the past but uh you know all the way into the 70s and 60s you've got artists like um hamilton you know who really kind of pioneered the the pop art movement with you know he first started kind of using advertising from magazines and kind of using text and you know i guess in the 60s when they started taking um you know, full colored shots and magazines were kind of full gloss and, and that kind of resonated with me because that kind of led to a lot of contemporary collage artists using that style of pop art in collage with bright colors and using text and, you know, being a bit more free with the compositions because I think a lot of the work in collage can be done for you if you have great photography. So that's why when we run workshops, it's always about, you know, choosing that image which really resonates with you or, or is just a powerful image because it's going to do so much for the collage when you have a great image. Yeah and Kubi you were the co-founder and are still the director of the Sydney Collage Society um, which you established in 2015 to push the boundaries of cut and paste art and to also foster appreciation for the art of collage. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about what prompted you to establish the society and um, a bit more about it now? Yeah, no, no worries. So yes, we're about five years old now. Um, and we started in 2015, me and my um, friend, um, LA Early, Leah Early, she was also in the collective. Um, so we started it after being, we actually met when we were in a group show in Sydney um, called Brooklyn versus Sydney. And it was, I think about 12 collage artists six from um, New York and six from Sydney. And at that point, I was a couple years into making collage and I you know, was in this group show and I was like, wow, who are all these other people in Sydney making collage art? And you know, after meeting Leah that night, I was like, you know what, Brooklyn Collage Collective, they got a thing going on in New York and that's great. And we love what they do. Why can't we have something in Sydney? So we started with five members um, and then, you know, over the last five years, we've grown to 11. Um, and yeah, I guess as a collective every year, we try and um, put on group shows. Um, we run workshops um, to try and spread the word of, I guess, collage and how collage can actually be, you know, a, an art form, which a lot of people can take part in. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about it. And Liz, when did you join the society and what attracted you to be part of the collective? So I was actually following these guys for a little while and sort of observing from afar via, you know, Instagram and the internet. 
Um, and that was at a point where I was starting to really take collage seriously and really sort of starting to um, define my style. Um, and I was accepted that as sort of my practice. And I thought, you know what, why don't I just shoot, you know, um, could be an email and see what he thinks of my work. Um, and that's how it all started. And then they invited me to be a part of um, a show and uh, the rest is history really. I've been, yeah, loving being um, with the collective ever since. So I think, yeah, about four or five, four, wait, three or four years, I think with the collective and yeah, it's been absolutely lovely just to be um, part of um, something that I believe in so much. And um, yeah, just the workshops that we put on and um, the things that we facilitate and sort of, yes, spread the sort of awareness of the possibilities of collage and sort of also sort of um, honor it as, you know, a fine art um, rather than a craft um, or just design, you know, it really can be um, fine art. Fantastic. Well, we're going to go to a song, but I will be back with Kubi and Liz from the Sydney Collage Society after, I guess that's why they call it The Blues by Sir Alton John. That's right. It is another 80s classic to get you in the mood for the imminent launch of Culture Club. Don't wish it away Don't look at it like it's forever Between you and me I could honestly say That things can only get better
so you are back with What the Art, and we are continuing to chat with Kubi and Liz from the Sydney Collage Society. Uh, so the Society has had a number of exhibitions, predominantly in Sydney, but also in New York, which is really exciting. And now you have a current exhibition, Contemporary Collage, uh, which is on display at NIRAM. And this is your first show in a regional gallery. So how has that experience been? Um, it's been amazing because on, you know, to get out of Sydney and to, to you know, have a show at a, a really nice uh, space in a museum, <laughs> that's my cat. Um, uh, it's, you know, it was one of those things where when the opportunity came up and then doing a little bit of research, I said, yes, I definitely want to do this. I want to go and, you know, explore other parts of the country and, what a better place to do that in your own backyard, especially, you know, with COVID and not being able to travel as much or go into state. It was just kind of a perfect opportunity to see a bit more of New South Wales and, you know, have another another show. And yeah, what about you, Liz? Oh, well, I mean, the regional scene is pumping and I haven't honestly like gotten around so much to actually sort of spectate and experience art, but it's been just amazing being able to go up there and be a part of something in a place like Neurom um, and just be able to share that with a different part of the world um, and also yeah have a little bit of a trip and um, get to meet everyone from up there as well everyone was so lovely and so friendly and we had an absolute um, ball at the workshop as well so that was really lovely I think that was my favorite part of the whole experience was actually um, yeah collaging with the community and being able to share that and be able to sort of, you know, walk away knowing that they're gonna, you know, collage again sometime. So yeah, I think that was the most sort of enriching part of the experience of exhibiting at, um, yeah, Neurom. Fantastic. So Liz, let's talk a little bit about your work in the show and your practice more broadly. You've just sure. described collage as painting with paper. Um, so yes. can you take us a little bit through what your creative process is? Sure. So um, very, pretty much what Kubi said, it is all about that one sort of that hero image that really um, sets it all up. And that's like your foundation that you build around. So um, the material is really important. So I'm a huge collector. I'm not going to say hoarder. I'm a collector. Um, <laughs> I have a beautiful collection of um, really nice vintage ephemera. Um, and I love to choose um, vintage material just because of the printing process back then. It was offset printing. Um, the paper's really thick and really sort of starched with ink. It's really quite a pleasure to work with. It's very vibrant. I use a lot of color um, in my work. So um, it starts off with really great, um, well curated sort of material. And then the hero image. And that, you know, is based on a whim, really, how you're feeling that day. It's really quite intuitive. Um, and I guess my sort of style of collage is a montage style. So it, there's quite a narrative at play in my work. And I do try to, send, uh, to create this sense of, um, yes, a sort of story or like um, a sort of little window into a different world. Um, so I have been experimenting a little bit lately with different materials because, I mean, you can the possibilities are endless with collage you can you know get sculptural you can get transparent you can um, go big you can go micro um, but I have been trying to play a little bit with sort of stitching and um, incorporating some transparent photo light gels and just sort of pushing um, pushing the limits of collage um, in my own personal sort of way as well so that's been really fun um, but I just really truly enjoy that sort of trance-like state of you know just 
that intense concentration and calculation and yeah back to what Kubi mentioned before making that order out of chaos it's so tremendously satisfying and I just haven't been able to um, feel that um, working in any other way um, I studied painting as I mentioned before and nothing really comes close to just that feeling of just solid like it, it's just this beautiful moment with yourself and um, your brain and your eyes just sort of dancing together and yeah it's absolutely stunning I yeah don't see myself ever stopping collage I think yeah so for me the the work that's currently exhibited near it has a lot of humor in it um obviously this yes. sense of a story as you say um but also um something about maybe a feminine or feminist experience um so how do you or do you include uh, intentionally in include humor and feminism in your work yeah, absolutely. So I do, I like keeping it sort of playful and keeping it kind of light as well. I don't want to take things too seriously. And I think collage um, as a medium lends itself really well to that irrational sort of surprising, playful, sort of funny um, sort of impact um, on the audience. Um, I've always been sort of interested in the representation of women in print, print media um, and I sort of see it as um, sort of cutting them out and removing them and extracting these sort of women um, and creating new sort of little worlds for them to sort of play in. Um, so in a way that's, I mean, obviously my work sort of varies from, you know, piece to piece, but um, I think at, um, the underpinning sort of idea there is, um, yeah, sort of just constructing new worlds for these sort of anonymous women from print media and um, giving them a little bit of um, space to play and have fun. Great. And Kubi, your works in the show have a very formal aspect to them, um, colour, geometric shapes, um, and also a very visually appealing compositional balance. So how do you approach the creative process? Um, well, I think with with those particular works and some of my more recent works in the last, um, I guess the last eighteen months, I do I do use collage as a medium to represent, I guess, um, more or less feelings which you might get from viewing the work rather than what's actually represented um, visually, which you can see. So by using those angles, using the shapes, using those complementary colors or, you know, the colors which might not quite work together to create that kind of, um, you know, that disharmony or harmony. Um, it kind of plays in that way um, where the work will it actually speak for itself within just like, sort of like a painting with just the colors. So I think for me, it's important to kind of uh, have kind of a balance on the page. So let that be within the colors or the shapes. And I always think that having, you know, a sense of space and having that kind of awareness and sort of um, by being minimal within your choices of the things you collage is means that you can kind of, uh, you can kind of be a little bit more selective and the work can breathe a little bit more. Um, so that's, that's pretty much my process. When it comes down to actually making the work, a lot of it comes down to, I guess, sourcing the materials. And then, you know, it's about having all my cuttings in front of me. And then sometimes I can't actually find the thing I'm looking for till I make more work. And it's those offcuts from the work, which, you know, made a different series, which will make 
the thing which I originally wanted to make. So that's kind of the beauty which I love about collage is that a lot of the time I won't set out to make particular work until I actually have a certain piece in front of me which might dictate or direct the other pieces together. Mm -hmm. um, and so what is your favourite source material to start with? Uh, definitely vintage photography books. I, I love the tonality and I guess the images themselves because you know, as, as Liz was saying, the offset printing, it's printed on thick paper. Um, you do get that kind of nice vintage quality. Um, and yeah, and you know, I also love old architecture books and design magazines. Like you can always cut out little things from them. But um, yeah, definitely try and stay away from um, Nat Geo's. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and anything which is printed from like the 2000s, I find that the paper is too shiny and thin. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's been laser printed as well. So it's just the surface is just skimmed with a very light amount of ink. So that vibrancy is just not there. That saturation is just not there. And you get these little white sort of edges as well when you cut into magazine paper. So um, yeah, it's not ideal, but you know, there's a place for it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who want to have a go at making some collage art, what is some advice you would give them to get started? Um, uh, I would, ooh, sorry, you go Kubi. I was going to say that uh, you should probably start by not having any kind of pre-notions about what you want to make and really just, you know, grab some magazines or books and don't be don't be too precious you know if you if if the scissors aren't working rip something out if if you know use a ruler to rip use your hands you can tear you can you know you can fold it's really you can get playful with it and i think the more the more play you have the more creative you're going to be because i think sometimes people think oh this book's too lovely to cut and then you know if you don't cut something out of that book it might never happen so i would definitely say try and be free and, you know, always, I think a good tip as well uh, for people who are making work is to take a photo with your camera of the composition before you move everything and start gluing, because I'll tell you, your work will always turn out a little bit different because you're going to put things back, you know, slightly askew. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you, Kubi, there. Um, I think, yeah, definitely start at your local op shop or if you've got, you know, a flea market handy, um, try to get some really beautiful imagery and don't hold back. Um, you have to get over being precious with books. You're in a way you're sort of freeing those books from, um, sorry, the images from those books. Um, and they wouldn't be seen unless you took them out and made an artwork out of them. So, um, yeah, just remember that and, um, yeah, get experimental, be intuitive, follow your gut. Um, listen to your sort of um, subconscious as well as you do it. Um, that's the fun of it. And um, yeah, you'll always have a surprise at the end. You'll never, it'll never be like what you expected. And that's the beauty of it. So I guess just really just in, let yourself enjoy the process. Um, play some, you know, music and, um, you know, just make yourself comfortable and have a good time, really. Great. Yeah. So be free and follow your gut seems to be the, exactly. the key points there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, both Liz and Kubi. Um, I hope you had fun. I did. Yes, we did. Thank you. <laughs>
Uh, so the exhibition Sydney Collage Society Contemporary Collage is on at Niram until the 14th of March. So make sure you visit the gallery soon uh, to catch it before the work goes back to Sydney. Um, before we end up today, um, some arty things coming up at Niram. On the 11th of March, we have the first PAX at a lecture for 2021. The lecturer is Joanna Mendelssohn, and she'll be discussing the Prince of Lionel Lindsay. On March 21st, we are launching the Courtyard Sessions at Niram, which is a series of concerts starting with Declan Kelly. And for those of you who are looking to get creative and learn some new artistic skills, Niram exhibiting artist Liz Priestley is presenting an introductory workshop on encaustic art, which is painting with wax. But you can find out all about Niram exhibitions um, and events and book at niram.com.au. That's all we have for this episode of What the Art. Until next time, get your culture fix at Niram, either in person at the museum or online at niram.com.au. We are on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Rachel Parsons, and I will see you soon at Niram. And today we're going to end the show with End of the Line by the Travelling Wilburys. Well, it's all right Riding around in the breeze Well, it's all right If you live the life you please Well, it's all right Doing the best you can Well, it's all right As long as you lend a hand You can sit around and wait For the phone to ring Waiting for someone to tell you everything Sit around and wonder what tomorrow will bring Maybe a diamond ring Well, it's all right Even if they say you're wrong Well, it's all right Sometimes you gotta be strong Well, it's all right As long as you got someone to live Somewhere down the road when somebody plays Well, it's all.